I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, you're listening to a Weird Tales Revisited episode of Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. It's me, Bob Shoy, as usual, and joining me as always on the Revisited episodes is Mr. Rick Dove. Hello there. Hi, Rick. How's it going? Yeah, very good. Very good. (laughs) Fantastic. And today we're talking about chemtrails. We certainly are. For better or worse, we're talking about chemtrails. Yeah, this was mentioned first time way back i think it's episode 14 um it's one of the early ones it's in the teens it was tiss's first ever conspiracy episode and he sort of dropped this in right at the end we talked about it for like five or ten minutes and that was it and we've never revisited it and i thought there's a lot more to this i'm sure um and yeah so that's what we're talking about i haven't had a chance to do massive loads of research because i've been super busy but i'm hoping between us we can uh talk about it a bit I went down the rabbit hole and I've got some pretty crazy stuff. And in in a bit of a shocking revelation for the listeners, I've got to say that out of everything that we've researched so far, on the surface, this one is probably the most plausible. Right. That's interesting you would say that because I remember I actually re-listened to the first Conspiracies episode a little while ago for the last series where we talked about who we were and I listened to some early episodes, Mm. including that. And I was in that one, I remember being kind of like, Oh yeah, maybe because it was it was new ground for me then. I wasn't I hadn't really heard chemtrail conspiracies mm. in the way like in much depth at all. And I was like, oh yeah, maybe. Oh yeah. And then the more I looked into it, the more like a lot of my notes are me writing the same thing with a circle around it. It just says, "There's nothing to this." <laughs> I would dig it. I'd be like, "Oh, this is an interesting one," and I'd dig into it, and there'd be like no evidence. It would just be like someone said, "What if it's this?" <laughs> There's one thread that we're going to pull on a little bit later that I think actually has some legs. Mm, okay, um, nice. But we'll see. Do, do you mind if I start just by outlining the difference between a contrail and a chemtrail? For do the it. Listeners? Yeah. Okay, so I'm sure a lot of you will know this, but a, I'm going to read the, wiki, the first paragraph of what Wikipedia says about contrails here, which is short for condensation trails or vapor trails that are line-shaped clouds produced by aircraft engine exhaust or changes in air pressure, typically at aircraft cruising altitudes several miles above the Earth's surface. Contrails are composed primarily of water in the form of ice crystals. The combination of water vapor in the aircraft engine exhaust and the low ambient temperatures that exist at high altitudes allow the formation of the trails. 
impurities in the engine exhaust from the fuel, including sulfur compounds, provide some particles that can serve as sites for water droplet growth in the exhaust, and if water droplets form, they might freeze to form ice particles that form a contrail. Their formation can also be triggered by changes in air pressure in wingtip vortices or in the air over the entire wing surface. So you, the difference there is you might have seen like a jet fighter sort of cutting through clouds mm. and you'll see those little vortices around its wingtips that leave those little trails. Those are just a different type of contrail. So chemtrails, once again <laughs> I'll quote Wikipedia on this to keep it nice and official. It says the chemtrail conspiracy theory posits the erroneous belief that long-lasting condensation trails are chemtrails consisting of chemical or biological agents left in the sky by high-flying aircraft sprayed for nefarious purposes undisclosed to the general public. Believers in this conspiracy theory say that whilst normal contrails dissipate relatively quickly, contrails that linger must contain additional substances. Mm. Yeah, and and that's there's the rub. The, the 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 conspiracy is yeah. People think that well, these diff- different theories you said for nefarious reasons, whatever. That's what we're gonna. That's gonna be the rent, the meat and potatoes of this episode, isn't it? It's gonna, oh, yeah. That's what we're gonna be getting into. These different theories of what they could possibly be, um, and a lot of the people who sort of say, well, it can't just be contrails. Um, one of the arguments I saw come up a few times is that they say that contrails dissipate quickly. Mm. and um, sometimes they they don't dissipate for a long time, so like, there must be something added to them. They're not dissipating quickly enough for it to be a contrail. It's one of one of the uh, arguments. Um, and they say that they say they see them in a crisscross motion, that the planes will fly purposefully in a crisscross motion, which will lay mm. like a crisscross of uh, vapor trails across the sky, which they say sort of blend in um, to, to clouds of chemical or whatnot over the course of hours these are some of this is the some of some of the sort of theories we're dealing with here yeah um i mean the the primary reasons that i've seen people quote for the use of chemtrails is some say it's for weather modification Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. others say it's for solar radiation management or cloud seeding Mm -hmm. and some of the more out there theories say it's about uh, like mind control, yeah. sterilizing the population, mass vaccination, yeah. um, all sorts of mad shit. Some other ones on my list have just got like, I just wrote, because I wrote down each one to sort of look into it a little bit. And one of them I wrote down. And when I got to the next one, I just wrote, just wrote the word as normal. And then I looked into it. I was like, what? And then it just has loads of exclamation marks under after it on my <laughs> note page <laughs> when I realised how far they were going with some of these. But that's going to be the fun part of this episode going through them. So what the theories really sort of came into fruition, the real boom of the chemtrail conspiracy sort of came around the late 90s, around 96 um, mm. is when they really became popularised because um, popular late night radio talk show um, host Art Bell who spoke yeah, on the podcast. Art. Yeah, they were sort of popularised a lot by people talking about it on his show and call-ins mm. talking about it there. And that was around 96, they started getting talked about on his show and that's when it sort of really captured the imagination, especially of um, yeah, Americans. So talking of capturing the imagination of Americans, so in 2011, I'm sure you saw this, there was a survey that was put out and... Mm. Um, to see from the scientific community who were kind of concerned about the amount of conspiracy theories going on around chemtrails, which they kind of thought was ludicrous. So they surveyed um, the UK, the US and Canada to see whether the 
public had a belief in chemtrails. And from that survey, it came out that 16.6% of the UK, Canada, and America believed in chemtrails. Wow. If you take America on its own, it was more like 30 to 40%. Really? Yeah. Bloody hell. So that's that's a real, like, that is a conspiracy theory that had like gained legs by that point for mm-hmm. nearly 40% of the population to be like, yeah, I think there's something to this, um, which led to other stuff we'll talk about later as well. I'm amazed that it took so long to come about, though. You know, seeing as we've had commercial jetliners flying mm. for so long, leaving contrails. Yeah. I, I, the one thing I did read, though, that it was apparently around about that time in 96 where the US government first started talking about weather manipulation via mm-hmm. cloud seeding. So, uh, so sort one of thing people leads to put another. two and two together. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. New conspiracy theory. I'm sure there were people contemplating or conspiracy theories bubbling up for years prior but that's when it really started gaining traction and it seems to me from what i read like it is the talk on art the art bell show that really got it going because it was such a popular show for Mm. um conspiracy theorists and stuff at that time as i said i understand why it could have legs and it's purely on that weather manipulation front Mm because even if you look like recent history there there was an article i found from the 6th of this month so the 6th of december 2001 for anyone who's listening to this down the line 2021 um, sorry (laughs) i I know what year it is (laughs) how dare you uh, yeah, this is a um, this is an article from the Guardian that says China modified the weather to create clear skies for political celebration study. Interesting. I think one of our listeners actually messaged me that a few weeks ago because I would get stuff like that for weird news stories and stuff. Ah, uh, of course. Yeah, I'd completely forgotten who you said. I can't believe I didn't think of it when you said about um, when we were, I was studying for this researching. Yeah, um, the, the the one of the little extracts I like from this, it says the Chinese government has been an enthusiastic proponent of cloud seeding technology, spending billions of dollars in efforts to manipulate the weather to protect agricultural regions or improve significant events, including the 2008 Olympics. Cloud mm. seeding is a weather, weather modification technique which sees the adding of chemicals like small particles of silver iodide to clouds, causing water droplets to cluster around them and increasing the chance of precipitation. Mm. So essentially, if you've got a bad weather front that's rolling in and you've suddenly got your nice communist people's party uh, celebration that's coming up you blast those clouds with some rockets and uh, you get the rain to dissipate earlier mm-hmm. the interesting thing that i saw was all the pictures i could find online of it it was essentially like a um like like a pickup truck that had rocket launchers mounted to the back of it it looked like a real sort of bodge job like a toyota hilux that's got some tubes mounted on and they're they're sort of blasting those up into the clouds rather than using planes to spray chemicals yeah but that's that's about the level of sanity that i can see with the whole theory uh you know if if it did have any legs it'd be from spraying it from planes into clouds that kind of makes sense yeah I don't know if you saw any of the Bye Bye Blue Sky stuff. Oh, Christ, yes. Okay, so that was like a group of, of conspiracy theorists who are very passionate about the idea of, of chemtrails. And um, it was called Bye Bye Blue Sky, and they had billboards around everywhere and stuff. Um, I went on byebyebluesky.com, and it doesn't exist anymore, so that was a shame. But they did make a documentary. I don't know if you got to watch, to watch it. <laughs> Oh, I did. I checked it out. Yeah, oh, I, was, really? I had to use the, the oh, Wayback wow. Machine um, to, to look back at their old website as well. It's, oh, it's wow. pure madness. Yeah, when I searched Bye Bye Blue Sky after I couldn't find the website, it brought it up with the IMDb page for their documentary Bye Bye Blue Sky, and I thought, mm. I am watching that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I skimmed it, shall we say, and yeah. then I lost all interest very quickly. Yeah, it's a very one-sided uh, view of yeah people who want want you to believe, but I suppose that's um that's what they're going to make, isn't it? So let's let's go into the um, the reasons why chemtrails might be around, why people think uh, they do them, and what they might do. And mm. I guess we'll start with weather modification, seeing as you've sort of been skirting around it already. Yeah. So weather modification or weather control. Uh, and you mentioned cloud seeding before. Yeah, the idea of blasting particles uh, into clouds, uh, mm-hmm. obviously in this instance, not via the rockets I mentioned earlier, but spraying it from aeroplanes. Yeah. And the there's pictures that I've seen that show the inside of uh, jetliners and other aircraft that are lined with what look like huge barrels. Yes. Um, f- from what I've read... Uh, it's uh, it's actually ballast tanks. So am I, am I right in thinking it's the? Um, I've heard about this before. They 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 fill the tanks with water, the barrels of water. So it's like the weight of a human body. Yes. So they can test test the planes. Exactly that. Yeah, for for test flights. Yeah. But if you look at the pictures, it does look oh. shady as all hell. And I can yes. see why the chemtrailers picked up on it to go, this is what they're doing. And even now, if they heard us saying this, they're going, ah, oh, those people are, are pushing the agenda of the New World Order or some bullshit. If you hadn't heard of like that way of testing aircraft and saw that, I've, I saw that, I've seen the pictures before and I saw them come up when I was doing research mm. for this. It does look really dodgy. Yeah, it's pretty jarring. Yeah, um, but then when you realise what they're for, you're like, okay, that kind of makes sense. If they're going to test the human body, filling a barrel full of water, we are basically barrels full of water. Yeah. So it's a good way of doing it. I've seen some obviously photoshopped ones uh, going around with this theory, where it's like pictures from inside of a plane, and it's like all them barrels, and there's a picture of the cockpit, and one of the buttons says chemtrails on off on a switch. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> it really made me laugh because I was like. Even if I believed it, if I saw that image after it, I'd be like, oh, that that sort of invalidates the picture I saw of the barrels because it's so ludicrous. I, I love I love the thought that there might be a company out there that's producing that button. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. A sticker on there. there you go, yeah. on. <laughs> it's not the sort of button you can advertise. Um, but yeah, so the, the cloud seeding. So the, the idea is to, a lot of the idea for the cloud seeding theory is to increase rain for uh, increased water supply. Um, yeah. But then I started looking... So is this the one that you said there's one strain that you could sort of believe more than the others? Um, well, this this was the one about the about China really. Yeah. Um, as I say, they there's this is using rockets. You know, this is this is a proven out there technology because there is precedence for it happening. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And this is to to make it rain, so there isn't cloud coverage or heavy cloud coverage in an area on a particular day. And as I said, you know, the Chinese Olympics used it. They used this used it for this recent celebration this year. So it's it's totally plausible. Mm. You know, why could you not load up a plane with the same sort of chemicals and spray that over larger cloud formations mm. to me that makes sense but yeah i don't i don't see it as being anything more than modifying the weather to me of the theories it's the most feasible in terms of like okay i could see them doing that but when i look into it, i'm like but there's no evidence that they actually have and apart from the only evidence i found was then pictures of the barrels and then just lots of people saying um i've got a quote here people say stuff like government controls weather on a massive scale they just say the government does this they believe researchers say yeah Yeah. they believe that no this happens we all know that the government controls the weather come on guys this is how they're doing it and i'm like are they 
Are they I know they can with like things like you've said, and I swear they did it. There was an example from earlier this year or maybe last year that someone sent us, and I was like, oh, I don't know about this. I don't think we should be fucking around with the weather. Um, but yeah, when I look into it, I'm just like, I can't find any evidence. And talking of evidence, I don't know if you saw... Um, so in 2016, after the sort of survey they put out for whether people believe in this stuff or not, the, tw- so the, mm. the survey was 2011, and in 2016, a, a bunch of scientists said, no, this is kind of worrying that that a vast majority, of the, well, not majority, but a big amount of population believe this. We mm. need to really just do a big research paper on this to sort of prove that it's, it's not real. So there was a, a peer-reviewed academic study in 2016 um, with scientists and experts on contrails and aerosols and um, they looked into all this stuff, seeing is there any evidence for this at all? And uh, there were seventy-seven scientists that did the study, and seventy-six of them said that upon investigation, there's absolutely no evidence for any of this at all. Wow! So I was thinking, wow, that's kind of like puts it later rest. And a lot of people just say, yeah, the chemtrails aren't real. This is this is the proof right here. But mm. I just thought 76 out of 77, the people who believe in conspiracy theories, that one anomaly is enough for them to go, well, <laughs> you know, look, there's that one guy, there's only one person telling the truth here. Is this like that one guy, the nine out of 10 dog owners who recommend pedigree chum? Yeah. That one guy, the outlier. Exactly, yeah. And it, for the thing is with science and, and mathematical studies, you ignore the anomalies and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I I just said to Becca, I said, if there's one person that said, well, I wouldn't say there was no evidence, that's all they had to say to not be counted, mm. then that's enough for the to continue the conspiracy going. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the trouble. They always look at that one guy. Yeah. And a lot of what I read, it's, it seems to be people look into naturally occurring, well, not naturally occurring, but they look into atmospheric particulate that's in the atmosphere for like a whole variety of reasons, you know, like uh, industrial pollution, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. naturally occurring gases and elements, uh, exhaust fumes from aircraft. And they look into what's been found in various studies and they look into the side effects that these various chemicals can have and they just blow that out of proportion. They inflate the statistics and they mm-hmm. say, oh, there's X parts per million in the air according to this study and... When when it's so blown out of context, it it you know because they could be sampling over the top of you know factories in China where things are higher, yes, you know, mm-hmm. but they apply that to the atmosphere of the entire world and they say that they're trying to poison us. They're using these chemicals for X Y Z and all these wacky theories. And there there are things that have created what look like chemtrails that aren't just water vapor and stuff. For example, mm. every now and then, if a plane is in trouble. It has to jet some fuel. Yes. And that's examples that people have pointed to go, well, that's that's not a contrail. It's it's jettisoning fuel because they're they have to get there, they have to lower the weight to to make the, the last leg of their journey because mm. they're in trouble. So yeah. that's one of the examples, like photographic evidence, people are going, look at this, that's not contrail, it's fuel. So there's there's seems to always be evidence saying, well, it's actually this, and I can never find evidence of saying you know, well, it's it's weather control. It's this, that, and the other. Um, mm. The other interesting I, thing I found, I'm, I feel like I'm already moving on to, <laughs> to shitting on the theories before we've done them. <laughs> but while my brain's on, on the right process, so um, Edward Snowden, who I actually spoke about a couple of episodes ago on Weird Tales, mm. um, so he obviously had access to a lot of the, the government's data and, and information and things like that. And he said that when he searched 
all of that shit. He searched chemtrails and that. He just said, chemtrails, the quote is, chemtrails are not a thing. I searched, I did all the searching, all the private stuff that I hacked into, and there was not one mention of chemtrails. Like, there's all this other shit, but not one mention of chemtrails. So that's another interesting little tidbit. That is quite interesting, because I, I didn't know... Oh, I know Snowden was a conspiracy theorist to a degree, but if he was searching for that kind of thing, that suggests the sort of level that he's at conspiracy-wise. Well, well, to be fair, he might just be interested in conspiracies generally in the same way that we are, and he was just having a little peek, because he could. I think he did a search for just a lot of stuff. He searched like UFOs, aliens, anything you'd think of. I was like, well, oh, well, I've got access to all this information. Let's just do a quick search. That's pretty cool. I would totally do that, yeah. Mm. I'd be so untrustworthy. But yeah, he said there was not one mention of chemtrails. It's just they're just not a thing. Yeah. But you know, maybe there's stuff he didn't hack into. It's always like the well, maybe this. But that's what all <laughs> the stuff in favour of it is always like. But maybe that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that. Um, have you got anything else to say about weather modification? Um, I suppose it, it, it's sort of well, not really weather modification. No, I mean the the, the next one that's that's kind of similar is solar radiation management. Yeah, that's what I was going to move us on to. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and that that one's about putting the ones that I commonly see is metal particulate into the air, into the upper atmosphere, where Mm -hmm. for some reason they think it will just stay, uh, these conspiracy theorists. And they say the whole idea is to try and help the global climate by reflecting UV rays using these metallic materials, Mm -hmm. essentially helping stave off climate change. So this was interesting because this is actually something that has been considered Hmm. Um, they like scientists have run they said like we haven't done this we have actually run tests and like computer simulations and run lots of theories on the possibility of doing this but it's not something we've done so this is like to me barking up the right tree if they were going to do it maybe it would be something like this in the future at some point Hmm. if it would work it is something that they are investigating Um, and yeah like the idea is that sunlight would reflect off of the aerosol that's left there uh, mm. to, to combat climate change, like I said. Um, otherwise known as, uh, what's the other name for it? Solar geoengineering. Yeah, um, that sounds cooler. It does. <laughs> it sounds more sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds like something like Dr. Robotnik's work here or something. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this this I'm like, yeah, maybe, but this is they haven't been doing this since the 90s. This is something like maybe they will do this in the future. And if they did, I don't think it would be like a big conspiracy secret. I think they'd be like, hey, everyone, we're doing this to combat climate change. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it'd be a secret. Yeah, I think it'd be quite open. I, I find that very exciting. <laughs> That'd be a good idea. There's nothing nefarious about this. <laughs> so I don't know why it'd have to be a conspiracy. I mean, they've openly said we've run computer tests on this. It's not something we've done yet, but we're looking into possibilities of it. So, Yeah. But once again, I think it's because it's one of those theories that evolves. I think people find different things to tack onto it to keep it going because mm-hmm. they've been so disproven by actual scientists on various fronts. Going, oh, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. Yeah, it's throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, for sure. So a lot, like I say, a lot of these, when I dig into them, like this sounds juicy. And if you are looking online, there is a lot of information, but it's just like the logistics of doing solar radiation management and stuff. In terms of it being a conspiracy theory, my notes always just come down to, well, there's there's, there's nothing to this. There's no evidence of it, mm. it happening. Yeah. So the theories, I'm like, cool, but the evidence comes as they could be doing it. It's just someone going, well, they might be. Maybe. There's... there's- 
something kind of interesting I read, and I don't like to dive into politics, but I thought that this was a really interesting little quote here. So I was doing some reading and I found an article about chemtrails and climate change. Um, interestingly, it was on the Daily Beast and the, the title was Chemtrail Truthers are coming after Greta Thunberg. Right. It's, it's all sorts of fun. But it says here... Um, a chap called Professor Peter Ditto, who's a professor of psychology at the University of California, Irvine. Right. He said, despite their shared interest in the weather, chemtrail believers and climate activists have little common ground. That in, according to Professor Ditto, who studies motivated reasoning at the University of Irvine, California, can be chalked up to conservative politics. Right. Says, Ditto said that climate denialism often functions like a team sport. And although there's no moral argument against accepting climate data for reasons probably economic, the Republican Party and conservative thinkers have decided they don't want to believe in climate change, that it's threatening to them. And he said, there's such a team tribal mentality in the United States right now mm -hmm. that people just line up and say, my side doesn't believe that, or believing that is tantamount to treason or betrayal. Yeah. And I can kind of see that because in, in all the sort of deep dives I've done into forums and Facebook groups and Reddit threads on this, if anyone has even a slightly dissenting view of mm -hmm. the overall idea of the group, everyone just piles in on them be it downvotes or people insulting them or calling them out or threatening them it's it seems to be quite extreme politics on the internet now without going into it too much is like sport yes it's like your team sucks and it's it's really ugly <laughs> i mean it is i mean we're it no is. we're no better on weird tales sometimes to be honest and i'd mostly cut it but you know about three episodes ago i think we ended the episode by shouting <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so you know we're, we're no better um you do it's easy to get swept up in like the territory of your political sides mm. with the way the internet is now yeah, most definitely. It becomes an echo chamber, and I think that's quite yeah. dangerous. And it, it fuels conspiracies as well. Like the amount of like chemtrail conspiracy groups you'll see out there, and it's the same with anything, you know, crop circles, UFOs, you name it. There's a group for it, and it's a little echo chamber of people all just talking about the same thing. Yeah. Yes, yeah, not good. Um, so let's leave the politics there yes, for yes. now. Yes, one side. Did you have anything more on the uh, geoengineering? stuff no that, that was about all i found yeah cool so um let's do psychological manipulation mm -hmm. uh, so this one it kind of disappointed me because i was like oh juicy and maybe you've got more juicy stuff so but it did seem to be a lot of just people saying again maybe they're doing this and i was like cool yeah. cool right okay what, what have we got on that what are they doing it's just like well it could be to like placate the population, keep everyone like calm. But if that's the case, that ain't working. Mm. Um, to make people more controllable, it's that sort of psychological manipulation. And I'm just like, I don't think so. There's no evidence, and like people are more uncontrollable than ever right now. Yeah, I've, I've, so, I've heard a lot about behavioural modification to try and like placate people, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. mind control, like and. Once again, no one's got anything that actually gives it any real meat. They're just like, it's for mind control. It's like, but what do you mean? They're like, yeah. mind control. Yes, that's what I was so disappointed by because I was like, cool, juicy. Mm. And literally my notes for it are psychological manipulation. And I've got like a never bullet point. Placating population. Never bullet point. To make them more controllable. 
And then my next bullet point is, again, there's nothing to this. Because <laughs> I was waiting for like the next juicy bit and it ended. Yeah. It sort of fizzled yeah. out. It's just like someone said, hey, this might be what they are. This, this I think this, this could be what chemtrails are. Cool. What are you basing that on? Just could be. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. And I'm just like... Um, if you gave me evidence of like a town in America that are like really docile, that are living below where these chemtrails are hanging in the air, I'd be mm. like, oh, this is like an episode of X-Files. But <laughs> I, I haven't seen that. Maybe that is happened. Like maybe I've got some real diehard chemtrails believers listening and they know about that and tell me the name of this, this weird town where everyone's really docile. Well, there was one thing I did find on behavioural modification that it's it's not evidence by any stretch, but I've just sent you a link for a video, right. and you can cut some of this in. But you know, you can cut out what I'm about to say now. But essentially, it's about uh, the artist formerly known as Prince. Uh, right. Sorry, the the, for, the former artist who is formerly known as yeah. Prince. Um, he says in this interview that after seeing chemtrails in the sky in his neighbourhood, he said it made people start arguing and fighting. And he he also did a song called Dreamer. And there's some lyrics in there where he says, while the helicopter circles us, theory's getting deep. Think they're spraying chemicals over the city while we sleep. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll definitely put in a clip of that video then. It's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. In no particular order, since we mentioned Dreamer first, tell me about Dreamer. Oh, well, um, when I saw the uh, State of the Black Union, Dick Gregory uh, really moved me and a lot of my friends. I show it to everybody that comes over the house, especially white folks, because they need to hear that, you know, so that they know more about all of us. Mm-hmm. Because um, what he said affects all of us. He said something that really hit home about um, this phenomena of chemtrails. And, you know, when I was a kid, I used to see these trails in the sky all the time. And so oh, that's cool. A jet just went over. And then you started to see a whole bunch of them. And the next thing you know, everybody in your neighborhood was fighting and arguing and you didn't know why. Okay, and, and you really didn't know why. I mean, everybody was fighting. So he, he started riffing about the chemtrails. And he started to say things that uh, hit home so hard. And I would recommend that everybody try to get what he said online or wherever and try to get a copy of it and just listen to it because the uh, I was so moved that I had to write the song and then when you leave when you leave with all the hassle can you have that love I'm so tired of you black folk walking around looking all evil like that's gonna change something looking all mean and talking all crazy let them tell you about your children. If I sit here today and these are all white folks and they're putting some sleeping pill in my wallet and I sit up here and those of them go to sleep and everybody told in the world, niggas is lazy. They tired. 
No, that's because you too naive enough to know what they putting in my water. Okay? Your children ain't violent because they black. They ain't violent. Most people in the world live in a ghetto. They don't kill people. What are you putting in my malt liquor, white boy? What are you putting in? Huh? Hear me. And it's your fault too. Malt liquor is made by white companies, but only sold in black neighborhoods, and you ain't checked it to see what's in it. Huh? How much lead are you putting in my neighborhood? Lead affects my thinking capacity. Lead, there's only one thing on the planet more dangerous than lead, and that's manganese. Manganese will make you kill your mama. And let me tell y'all something. If you want to see the largest homicide rate in the world, it ain't in no black ghetto in America. It's a little town in Australia where them white folks' homicide rate is 200 times what their population is. And that town just happened to be located across the street from a manganese plant. Sit back down, that, Dick. Don't lose that mic. Yeah. That, that town is located across the street from a manganese plant. How much manganese are you spraying in my neighborhood at night while I'm sleeping? How in the world can a nine-year-old child find a heron man, but the FBI can't find it, and you're going to tell me that's a black thing? Y'all crazy? What is this about? These are the things that need to change while this brother and sister's on their way to the White House. And when you see Hillary and y'all see Brother Barack, thank him for me. And you white folks need to be thankful. Because if y'all had a brother like me, y'all would really be in trouble. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen, Dick Gregory. I was so moved that I had to write the song. But yeah, obviously, uh, Prince does not constitute any evidence. He is just a person. <laughs> no. I, I, I remember saying to Tiss when he brought it up on that conspiracy theories up to begin with, my only knowledge of chemtrails, I didn't know what they were. I'd never heard of them. My only knowledge was there's a Beck song called Chemtrails off of the album Modern Guilt. Oh. And that was my only knowledge. I was like, oh, cool. I like that song. But I didn't really ever mm. think about what it was about or what it meant. I just thought oh, it was like a cool, it's like a weird back name. Um, mm. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is what they are. So it's like, it was weird. I hadn't come across them until we started the podcast. I hadn't heard the theories myself. I mean, aside from that, the only other things that I've seen uh, related to sort of human behaviour is is talking about like sterilisation. Um, yeah. And there's not a lot to say on that. People say it could be used to sterilise people. Look at Japan's birth rate. Yes. So that I've kind of got a bullet point on that the human population control or human population planning stuff. Mm. And um, they said it could be like testing 
also it could be test, testing chemicals is another thing that ties into this. So it's all sort of like in the same thing. Are they testing chemicals? Are they sterilizing people? Are they doing this, that, or the other? Yeah. Um, but they, they said it could be like test spreading illness to like make people sick. And then hang on a minute. There's something going on in the world over the last few years. <laughs> Maybe it's all chemtrails. Yeah. yeah, they're spreading illness to like thin out the population. Um, then I've got the bullet point that is uh, the one I put all the exclamation marks over. I did not expect eugenics to come up in my research. Wow, blimey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they said this stuff could target specific people to select positive traits, um, wow. breeding out undesirable characteristics by targeting certain, and making the chemical be able to target certain people. Um and then, I, and then I've got with loads of exclamation marks certain wow. races. Jesus! <laughs> so this is where it gets really That's ugly. Intense, Christ! If, if, if we're talking about, um, well, I, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm just going to drop it in here because I talk about it at any chance. Right? Uh, any anyone in the US, uh, you're probably going to have to go on some slightly dodgy sites to find it. But track down the UK version of Utopia. There's a version on Amazon called Utopia, and it sucks. It's basically, they did a remake. The original version of Utopia is a phenomenal conspiracy theory-based show. Um, the, the, you know, it's, a, it's a fiction, but it is fantastic. It is so well-written. I'm not aware of Utopia. Oh, mate, track it down. It is fantastic. It is time well spent. It's two seasons. I wish they'd done another one. Right, it's, okay. it's one of my favorite shows of all time absolutely brilliant interesting okay cool yeah that's a new one on me see um another one that i'd read uh in terms of uh, spreading viruses and plagues and the like is is the opposite to that where they said uh, mass vaccination yeah and, uh, yeah i sort of shrugged that one off saying well you know they could have been using that this whole time and i wouldn't have been too pissed off to be honest well yeah it's uh, yeah <laughs> that, that would that would do us all a favor um yeah chemical tests on population i have that here um yeah it goes into people believe one way or the other it's either causing loads of people health problems mm. or it's including respiratory illnesses obviously if you're breathing this stuff in um or it's for max vaccination purposes yeah, I mean the silly thing is, is this this would be so obviously testable by science. Uh, you don't need an aircraft to take a, a, an air sample and test it. Yeah, you'd easily find those sorts of biological agents in the air, and you know if anyone bothered to even look, they would spot it, and it would be strongly evidenced. Surely, if it was causing people respiratory problems, if it was that bad and that widespread, and a lot of people were getting the same issues. They they wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know medicine. Couldn't they see, like, oh, you've been breathing this shit in? I don't know. You'd think so, but then I suppose the conspiracy theorists would go, oh yeah, but big farmers in on it. So, yeah, and, I was about to say it's all a big cover up. Yeah, it, it branches yeah, off. Yeah, oh, it's an Illuminati plot. <laughs> yes, that's, it always comes back to that stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. silly, silly me. <laughs> <laughs> i almost couldn't finish my own sentence before you got a chance to say that because i was like yeah i know where he's going with this yeah that's what it always comes down to with these conspiracy theories it is you know it's oh, of course they're blocking it it's all tied in as one big thing i'm just like do you know how hard it is for one person to keep a secret yeah you can't have everyone in on it because the more people no. no they're covering for this they're covering for them they're covering for this and it's like so how many people know? This is like, you know, a quarter of the population by the time you yeah. get all these circles of knowledge in. It's levels upon levels, yeah. There's no way that not one of them people ever said anything. But then they say, well, they are the people that said something. They're the ones that told us this information. Some guy on Reddit, my uncle works for Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the thing is, of any good conspiracy theory, there's, there's, I don't know if you've seen them online, but there's this, this thing sort of been around for the past year or two uh, where they do like icebergs. Have mm-hmm. you seen this? I don't think so. Yeah, where it's, it's like they do an iceberg chart. So they'll, they'll take a topic, like I saw a, a great one on Dark Souls, right. where it take the different theories about a particular topic and it starts off at the very tip, oh, you know, the stuff yeah, that is yeah. definitely true, and they layer it going all the way down to the deep dive stuff that's right at the bottom. Yes. And it's the same with conspiracy theories. You get stuff at the top, you know, which is the more obvious, probably the more true, and so it starts delving down into the proper insanity at the bottom mm-hmm. and it's the same with this like some of the stuff that i found which i'm sure we'll dig into shortly is just bananas it's easy to get carried away if you believe one of these tip of the iceberg things and get sucked into the world of conspiracy and go well actually maybe then mm-hmm. it's only you either say no and turn around or you go well what's next and then you get sucked deeper down the rabbit hole yeah uh, with this stuff so the only other um, theory I've got here is people say it's um, biological and chemical warfare. Oh, interesting. What did you find on that? Nothing. Cool. <laughs> End of. I literally wrote it as a bullet point. When it came up, I was like, cool, what have we got here? And then I'm, it's blank. My, my notes are blank underneath it because I, there was nothing, nothing on it. It's like someone just yeah. said one time, could be warfare. And that's it. And I'm like, based on what? I think that's the trouble, like, because it can be aerosolized, mm. you know, and you know, but we've seen chemical warfare in the history of human warfare, and it's horrific. It's something yes. that people can imagine and latch onto. It's very easy to go, could be that. Yes, but you would think, like you say, you, we've seen how awful it is. You'd think there'd be some evidence if there was just happening out of back of an airplane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I found that kind of the, the main thing I found interesting. I found the interest interesting how crazy people can be. Like when it, like I said, when it started going into eugenics, I was like, mm. holy shit. Um, but also, I'm so disappointed at the lack of evidence I found. Or la- I mean, not that I'm. I can't think of what evidence would actually make me go, oh, they've got a point here. But the lack mm. of something for me to claw into and go, oh, maybe they got a point. Yeah. And- all I can think is, is that people have latched onto the theory at the top end going, oh, those trails look a bit sus. And mm. they start reading up on it. They they fall into these echo chambers and they start latching onto other things. And before you know it, you're deep in the rabbit hole and all of a sudden you don't want to start going against your own beliefs that you've held for so very long. I do remember being a kid and like, the f- I don't know, just noticing like all the lines in the sky from the planes and thinking, oh, yeah, yeah. what is that? There was a one, mm. there was like a time where I was suddenly just realized like, oh, what is, what's, what's all this? Mm. Before like I knew what a contrail was or considered what it was. I, I do remember just finding it odd. So I can see how people's imaginations ran away like, oh, that's, that's not natural. Something's coming out of the backs of these planes. You also get cloud formations, though. Um, you, do you ever seen it where you get like the ones that look like waves, almost? Mm-hmm. Where you get like those ripples in the sky that look like long straight lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen people say that those are, are chemtrails as well, and you know, oh, it's it's not a natural phenomenon. Probably ties into those crisscross ones because people say, oh, they form into clouds, a certain type of cloud. It's probably all tied into the same thing. Yeah, that's it. Um, Oh Christ! Cirrocumulus stratiformis. If you look that up, that's quite interesting. Oh, those ones. Yeah, it looks all sort of like ripply in the sky. And yeah, people just latch onto anything now, you know, because it looks mildly like a contrail. They're like, yeah. Oh, it's that as well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you said you've got some some sort of odd stuff. Oh Christ! Yes, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so. 
Plus, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to send you a link for this one that you can stick up on the blog so that the listeners can have, uh, have have a little read. Yeah, I'll put a link in the show notes if anyone wants to click on this, but I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I found that I found this book. It's on it's on Google Books, so you do not have to pay. And please don't fund these people. But it's called uh, One Deception to Rule Them All by Gregory Lessing Garrett. And before I get into what it thinks about chemtrails, I have to talk about something called Project Bluebeam. You ever mm. heard of this, Bob? No, I haven't. This is fucking nuts. So <laughs> I have to preface this one. So it says Project Bluebeam is a conspiracy theory that develops the new world order conspiracy theory. According to conspiracy theorists, the process describing Project Bluebeam are the steps necessary to establish the new world order. So it says, according to Bluebeam theorists, NASA and the UN have begun to produce highly advanced technology. Using this technology, the entire Earth will see a simulation in the sky that would be created using satellites located at different locations on the Earth. As the conspiracy theory goes, using this method, and in cooperation with the Antichrist, a simulation of the Second Coming will be created and all humans on Earth will be united under a single religion under the framework of Bluebeam. This way, establishing the total control will become easier and the other stages necessary for establishing the new world order will not take too long either. Wow. So that, that's, just, that's just the preface for this. That's, <laughs> that's incredible. My jaw dropped halfway through that and it kept dropping further. Like I had to scoop it up off the floor. <laughs> there, there's a whole full Weird Tales episode to be had from that one. Trust me, it's proper balmy. So wow. Wow. In chapter nine of this book, this guy has a uh, a full description of chemtrails and what, what he says. So he says, in passing, I want to note the longstanding implementation of chemtrails will help facilitate steps two through four which of Project Bluebeam, which is explained if you read the book. Okay. But he says chemtrails exist. When we read consist- the book. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, contrails consisting of strontium, barium, and aluminium will create a world more electromagnetically alive in conjunction with the 5G grid. Uh. It will serve as a worldwide sky screen for the massive space show in the sky, which is the whole seeing the second coming of Christ thing, two-way electronic thought control, and supernatural manifestations using secret technology. Stages of the four-pronged attack of Project Bluebeam. Flippin' heck. There's a lot to chew on there. It's beautiful. But just to give you an idea of the further madness, the next headline says, 5G grid, Skynet, what you need to know about 5G death towers. It's, It's great. You know, this 5G stuff, it's, I will say now it's something that I'm never doing an episode of Weird Tales on 5G no. conspiracies. I can't. I can't no. do it. Just don't. <laughs> it, it needs to be avoided. I can't do it to myself. I don't care how many listeners request it or want it. I can't put myself through it. No. It's uh, yeah. I don't. I don't even want to start opening that door. To be honest, but just know it's in this book of insanity. I do not in any way endorse this psychopath who wrote this. It is pure pure madness but it's funny just to have a little a little chuckle oh, yeah the thing the reason i can't go into that stuff is because i've met people who actually full-on are in that they believe it and i'm like well oh, yeah you're just like what the it's sort of it's one of them things where until you meet someone who believes one of these like crackpot theories like seriously and you speak to them you think oh who are these lunatics and you meet someone you're like wow like people actually 
die hard do believe this stuff and that's yeah. scary it's really scary very and the other crazy ones i've read is about uh the chemtrails are being put in the sky to release chemicals that block the natural resonating frequencies of healing crystals mm, like it so that's an interesting yeah, one like um, others have uh, related it to uh horoscopes and astrology saying that they're trying to blot out stars in the night sky to change astrological readings. But why? Yeah, exactly. To change the reading? Yeah. So they're going to they're gonna go to all... Sorry, I forgot this right. So they're going to go to all this effort to block out night sky. So when they go and get their reading, they can fudge it a bit. So their reader might say, actually, you're going to win the lottery. I was wrong. Yeah. I do, I, there's too many steps of yeah. nonsense. And they, they tie it into light pollution as well. They say it's a two-pronged attack against uh, right. the, the big astrology. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking big astro behind everything. <laughs> wow, that that's fascinating. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, some pretty wacky stuff. Yeah, this is the stuff I didn't come across. There was, there was one about uh, Alexa as well. Uh, for, for a while, if you ask Alexa what is a chemtrail, and there used to be YouTube videos on this, but it's been taken down. Interesting. Apparently, she used to say chemtrail. Well, her description of it was chemtrails, trails left by aircraft that are actually chemical or biological agents deliberately sprayed at high altitudes for purposes undisclosed to the general public in clandestine programs directed by government officials. Alexa, what is a chemtrail? Chemtrail. Trails left by aircraft are actually chemical or biological agents deliberately sprayed at high altitudes for a purpose undisclosed to the general public in clandestine programs directed by government officials. And that's either someone with the Alexa programming stuff taking the piss and putting a little nugget in there. Yeah. Or someone's fudged a video or, well, I guess what they're saying is, or Alexa knows the truth. Well, that description sounded awfully like the description I read from Wikipedia. So it wouldn't surprise me if it's like, you know, when you Google something and it gives you a little synopsis from a yeah, website. Yeah, yeah. It's just, just web uh, scraping. That's it, yeah. No, you're bang yeah. on. Okay, this is what I mean. Like, you just take one extra step of rationality and these things resolve themselves. But it's, some mm. people just take everything on face value. Yeah. And there's, there's, there's other websites I've found that, that talk about chemtrails, but a lot of it I found is mixed in with other, either con, other conspiracy theories or t- new agey stuff, and they don't really relate it in any way. Like, I'm, I'm not even going to list the name of this one because it makes me angry, but at the very top, the, the, some of the topics that are listed is um, HARP. So, you know about the HARP system? Refresh me. H-A-A-R-P? Yeah, I recognise that. What is that? Um, it was a, um, well, some people think it's a weather control or mind control station, but it's, um, it was, a, I think, a, a weather testing or a, a high, what was it, high, oh, fuck it, I'm going to Google it. Yeah, dude, I, I know I know what you're talking about now. I remember this coming up for some, I think this has come up on the show before. I remember the weather. Yeah, it it would have done, yeah. yeah. Here we go. High frequency active oral research program. Um Initiated as an ionospheric research program jointly funded by the US Air Force, the US Navy, blah, 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 blah. Um, its original purpose was to analyze the ionosphere and investigate the potential for developing ionospheric enhancement technology for radio communications and surveillance. Right. So um, on, on this website, some of it trails off into Tesla. Chemtrails And some off. of his old theories, of course. Um, but there's the section on chemtrails. There's bits about empowerment and like... The, have you ever come across hemi sync? 
hemi-sync go on it's, it, it's basically where people listen to different frequencies and they say the frequencies you listen to can cause your brain to resonate in different ways and change your thought pattern L- lots of bullshit basically yeah i've heard of theories like that then there's another theory on mind and brain effects another whole tab that's talking about cordyceps fungus and how it can be beneficial to mankind to network our brains it's it, basically what i'm getting at is a lot of these sites is just mad this just dipping into basically every episode of Weird Tales we've ever done at this point. In short, yeah, I'm, I'm wrapping up all the revisited in one hit. Chemtrails Chem Charles is behind everything from the sound of this. <laughs> yeah, like, essentially everything from you know mind control stations to Area 51, Flat Earth Theory. A, a, a lot of these sites bundle a lot of this stuff together yeah. and try and marry all these theories in. I think what it is, is, is all these theories where there's a lot of speculation and what-ifs with not a lot of evidence. So in yeah. place of evidence, they just link them together. Yeah. They go, yeah, what's the evidence? Well, it's linked into this, you know. All right, okay, cool. But there's no evidence for that either. Well, it's all part of a web that links into this and this, and they just link all these conspiracies that don't have a lot to them together to give the illusion of more depth to each other. Actually, if you dig into any one of them, there's not a lot of evidence or a lot, a lot to go on. Yeah. Um, the other thing I've noticed with them is a lot of extremes. Uh, a lot of them are like, like we know the truth. We're the only group that know the truth. Mm-hmm. Anyone outside of us is like, they've either, the, you know, the new world order comes up quite a lot. Yeah. I've never mentioned it a few times, but they say that people who speak out against it, are proponents of the new world order, pushing their regime. And it's quote one site I found here. It says, we now have 100% undeniable proof that chemtrails exist. And it's, it's talking about a video of uh, a woman called Rosalind Peterson, who was the president of the Agricultural Defense Coalition, mm. and she addressed the the UN. And it, it's just some rambling gibberish, and it goes into a bit about geoengineering and weather modification. And you know, in brackets, they put down harp on here as well, and they just try and tie so much in. And it's rambly, whereas on the other side of it, that science report that I read is like we basically have a hundred percent proof that chemtrails do not exist. These are yeah. our findings, and they're there. And I'll, I'll try and put if I can find the link to it. It was Carnegie Science that that did the uh, that published the results. CarnegieScience.edu, but I'll put a link to that. Basically, the the quoted word that they said was that all um, all theories on chemtrails were erroneous, <laughs> based off of that. <laughs> Amen. So yeah, I was really hoping that I would get carried away and be like, you know what? maybe to one of these but everyone i looked into i was like i've just got lots of question marks and exclamation marks across my note pages here mm. and it's, it's it's just too much like there's nothing as you say that gives you any sort of useful insight into anything no evidence it is just all what ifs and maybes and mm-hmm. I can't subscribe to that. As I say, the weather modification stuff is the closest that I can get. And mm-hmm. all the evidence I've seen from that is it's fired like rockets that are fired up into the sky rather than sprayed chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense because it allows more selective control. Well, I've hit the bottom of my um, brief dabble into it. I don't know if you have more. Uh, thankfully, I don't. No. <laughs> uh, no, I, th- I, think, I think we're pretty much done there. Perfect. Well, there we go. That's the last episode of Weird Tales and Weird Tales Revisited for the year. Hope everyone has a lovely new year in a few days by the time this goes out. Um, and we'll be have January off. The plan is that we're all going to be back in February. But um, this is um, 
baby beef pending. Uh, of course, yeah. <laughs> Presuming if it all goes, all goes fine there and Beaver isn't absolutely exhausted, which I'm sure he will be, but mm-hmm. um, the plan is we're returning in February. So if you want to get in contact with me uh, before then, you can do. It's wtatupod at gmail.com or you can go to weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com and there's a way to contact through that. On that website, there's also ways to support the show monetarily. You can buy uh, merch on there. You can find our social medias. I've, I mean, our social media presence is dwindling. Uh, Beef left Twitter this week. Tiss isn't on Twitter. I'm only there to, to promote the pod, really. Um, I have the Facebook page runs and we get nice comments underneath that. Uh, but yeah, it is dwindling. We're still around. If you, if you search enough, you can find us on there. Um, we do like interacting with people on there. Um, and you can go to my website, that's bobshoy.com, B-O-B-S-H-O-Y.com to uh, see what I work on aside from this as part of the Bob Shoy Podcast Network. And if you want to support my time researching and editing for those podcasts and hosting, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash bobshoy. I think that's everything. And of course, if you uh, want to reach me, I am, as always, available at rick.dava.newworldorder.org.uk. <laughs> or you can just pass, tell me and I'll pass the message along to him. Or, or, that, or that. That's probably best. Through our secret conspiracy network. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think we're done. Yeah, I think we are. So have yourselves a bloody good new year, people. And for those of you who are catching this one later, just hello. <laughs> <laughs> is that your sign-off? It is. Is that how we're ending My the episode? My sign-off is Hello so until next time hello (laughs) (laughs) right i'll do hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing i love that luxury quality within reach go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com style Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.